0: All right. Welcome back to the Maladjusted Monkeys podcast. I'm Tommy Archer, joined always by my favorite co-host. Some of you may consider him the voice of the show. Some of you may consider him the face of the show. If you aren't one of these people, you're lying to yourself and you should wake up <laughs>
1: yourself and stop it immediately. It's Shane Clark. I'm going to have to turn your uh, volume down again. Oh, why? Am I too high? No, no. just cut you out. <laughs> I'm getting sick of it. Yeah. Um, mate, good to be back in a new setting. Yeah, the old studio's uh, gone. I've got to be out of there on the 6th of yep. July, so...
0: So anyone watching on YouTube, or you've seen our pictures on Instagram, you'll see we're at the brilliant white studio, um, which we're going to be using for a little while. Yeah, uh, so it's good to a good spot. I'm happy. And today's a good episode. We've got one of our good mates on, who we've known since the early Army days back at 6 RAR. He has now come full circle after leaving the military quite a few years ago, and now works for Mates and Mates, which we're going to discuss, Leighton Muller. Thanks for being here. here. Thanks. Good to be here. And you've done double denim as we all have today. It's a double (laughs) denim themed party.
2: Double denim dad day.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Double denim dad day. Uh, And I'm loving the boots, dude. Thanks. I'm going to have to take separate photos, put them on. Try try and hide them. No, no, it's good. It's good. Um, Mate, as you know, with most of our military guests, the first thing I want to know is when did you join the army and why did you join the army? That's what we're going to start off with as we always do.
2: All right, join straight out of high school, little shaved redhead kid. (laughs) 18 years old, um, yeah, pretty much the March after I finished high school, did a couple of things, joined in, went to Grunts, went to 6RAR in 09 and got out officially from on, well, whoever leaves the chocks, <laughs> no, I think I still am a reservist, um, 2014. I consider you a reservist when you're in, mate, yeah. sorry, yeah. so, to be honest, <laughs> didn't pay to do nothing. So yeah, got out in 2014 um and yeah just that's all I wanted to do as a kid so it, it was instilled in you early age oh, I was running around with Vegemite on my face with plastic guns that you'd get from the Ecker <laughs> in your show bag like.
1: was anyone in your family in the military
2: cousin was in he my, one of my older cousins he was up at I think it's 2RR um my uncle he was a reservist for years um but apart from that not not until like dad's yeah granddad or something so yeah 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 it's funny when um you know all three of us were in six together i don't really remember
0: hanging out with you or talking to you all that much like we knew each other yeah, yeah, yeah. and i knew you were like the king of banter mm. i don't know if you remember shane like <laughs> yeah. anytime uh, you'd always like uh, the infantry or the military is very much like high school all Right, you have sports <laughs> days and things like click, that
2: click groups and yeah, click yeah. groups
0: and i'd always remember whenever we had the big sports days Lado would always have uh, the megaphone.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and the giraffe mask. And
0: the giraffe mask. And it was it was just banter and making fun of people and getting on everyone's nerves. I remember you were the guy everyone wanted to beat the shit out of. Yeah. <laughs> Purely because you were giving smack talk to everyone. Yeah. And that's my memory of you. Were you a good soldier? I can't answer it. Yeah. Okay? Oh, maybe at the start. <laughs> not,
2: not towards the end. I just, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then I think I, you and me didn't really start speaking until after.
2: Yeah. I think it was. When we were doing cop stuff, I think, or when you were cops, and yeah, well, yeah, we'll get it. We'll get into oh, that. We'll get. We will get into <laughs> that. So that's that.
0: An interesting story in itself. Um, so all up, how long did you do in the military?
2: I think it was six years. Six, six, six two, seven years. Yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, your time in. Um, how did you find it? Did you? Well, first of all, did you deploy? Yeah, I went to
2: East Timor in 2012 when you yeah. guys went on MTF five. Yep. Um, always had injuries around crucial times for trips. Like, did my ankle. When MTF one was on, did my uncle again when we were doing the driver's course for MTF five, so I didn't get that and yeah, just always hurt myself. Yeah. <laughs> so which is never ideal. But it's like um Ben Whittnell or Josh yeah. Said yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. whenever
0: the trips were on. And yep. that's a tale that always gets retold really you know, so many people. The, a trip would come up and you'd be either recovering from an injury or during training you get injured. So, yeah. So you did but you did your teamwork trip. And how, yeah. how long did you do that?
2: Oh, It was only a couple of months so that the Chocks could have their little, their rest on combat leave or whatever, the rockle. So we pretty much just infilled their bases, went to the beach, had massages, (laughs) and just, yeah, we literally carried a pistol, but we were allowed to leave the base whenever we could, so it was a holiday. So it was essentially call call of duty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) So it was good. Got to meet locals, take some orphanage kids to the beach, and pretty much like a... I don't even know. It it wasn't a deployment. But we got a medal out of it, so that's all right. (laughs) There you go.
0: (laughs) Cash money? Yeah, good good cash. Good cash. Yeah. Um, So your time, when you look at a deployment from start to finish, everything, how do you reflect on your time in the Army?
2: Uh, So like when we first got in, it was you're bright-eyed and bushy-tailed and you're, you're keen to hit the ground. Um, we had good dudes with us we had good operators that were in our sections and then yeah after 2010 a lot of those guys got out
1: it was a, yeah it was a pretty exciting time when we got to six because they were like you know always on the brink of going on mm. the trip mm. to Afghan and yeah uh,
2: and your senior diggers were senior diggers and yeah. your secos had done three or four trips and yeah you, you were learning and then after that kind of mass exodus and then it was like we kind of had to step up but we had no one above us so you had full tracks that had done no trips. Like it was I don't know, and then, then the real whole rank structure changed, higher up changed, and it wasn't about working hard and getting rewarded. It was about doing dumb stuff. Oh really? And staying back late or just pointless training and I So well, that
1: certain officers could get ticks in the boxes for their career.
2: Oh, who knows? <laughs> but it was it wasn't about working hard and getting rewarded for it. It was yeah, just by the end of it it was just pointless training. We'd go and do X's because there was no trips on the horizon. Mm-hmm. And it was, all right, train hard, fight easy, and then stay back on a Friday looking for double-A batteries that Boothie lost up at the Bayonet, <laughs> Bayonet Assault course. So, yeah. Shout out to Boothie. I haven't seen him in a while. Yeah, so, Sergeant Booth. Oh, bent, bent back Booth at 8-9 now. <laughs> so, but, yeah, just stuff like that that was not – I don't know if they weren't – yeah, I don't know. Yeah, well, that, like, we – because we left before –
1: 2012. Yeah, two years before. before that
0: kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. happened. And you're talking about senior digs and everything. Um, when we all got to the unit, um, majority of the um, the unit was overseas in Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. And that was, um, you know, the big deployment in TF1 mm-hmm. where a lot of stuff happened overseas and a lot of uh, – well, a few, few guys got killed. Uh, and while they were away, I remember we kind of ran the place in a way. Yeah, um, yeah. You had all these people who would just come out of training all of a sudden running this unit <laughs> – yeah, for quite a few months, like six, seven yeah. months. Yeah. Um, and we probably got a little bit too comfortable. You know? this is I do remember good.
1: thinking, I cannot wait till the guys get back from. <laughs> yeah, and then all
0: the guys <laughs> that have just come back from war get back. And yeah, we were put our face. That dynamic changed very really, quickly. Really quick. Didn't <laughs> yeah. it? Do you remember that?
2: Oh, yeah. And it's just like, oh, I'm, I'm head of the section now. And it's like, oh, hang on, there's a dude come back with three, three combat tours, and now he's the boss. And it's like, uh, but. It was good because then we were kind of filtered back in and then we could hide a bit more. Yeah.
0: And uh, like that's when we started doing good training. Yeah. I remember mm. when the guys got back, uh, I got put in. My section commander was Dan Kieran. Yeah, nice. This is before he was Victoria Cross recipient. Mm. But um, Always name dropping. Yeah, but you know, i uh, <laughs> do get around with I don't know if you've got Yeah, yeah. Um, met Dan Prunk the other day, no biggie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I remember when I got put in his section, it was me and Steely and the rest of the section, had all just got back from Afghanistan. And I was so nervous because I'm like, do these guys hate us? Like, I know nothing really. Yeah. Um, and Dan was really good just, just taking a side going, look, I know there's a lot of hate on you guys Yeah. It's because we've all just got back. Don't listen to it. Like our job now is to get you guys to the standard so you guys can go yeah. over and do, do your tour. Um, So that, that was good that there were guys that were still like that. Still professional. Not everyone hated us. Mm, for just it wasn't our fault. We didn't, we didn't join the army. Yeah. Because that attitude was, oh, you weren't overseas. Where were you?
2: Yeah. You know? Oh, you haven't done a trip. Oh, righto. <laughs> yeah. Fresh from Singo. Oh, show us your PAMs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But,
1: I mean, it's kind of to be expected. When you spend that long um, overseas like that in cl- such close confines, you become such oh, a yeah. It's like, it's very hard to get out of that um, social circle. Yeah even relate to people who um, hadn't had that experience yet, so... That's
0: that's war, yeah. you mm. know, um, and that's that warrior culture, mm. yeah. Mm. Um, so, what was your... Why did you pull the trigger on leaving in 2014?
2: Um, just got kind of got to that point where I was going to work, coming home, and I was just, like we was saying before, I was just angry for no reason. Like, yeah. I, I don't know, I just... The circle was just, it was that, it was a circle that you were going around in circles and there was no foreseeable outcome of trying to, let's work towards something. So it was just the same monotonous, go to work, come home, not enjoy it. So Mm. I guess pulled pulled the pin on it and kind of was like, I've got to do something. I can't keep doing this. Otherwise, you just get stagnant, you get more jaded than I already was. And it was reflecting on soldiering, I guess. Like, I just turned into someone that didn't want to be there, just let the standards slip. And then younger dudes were not necessarily starting to notice it, but, like, Like I was the two I was I I should have been better than what I was. Mm. But then you get, like, I guess I pulled the pin, cut it at that, whereas you you guys know people stay in and then they just turn into, like, sack sergeants and like and they because the army's all they know they're too scared to get out when you
0: rattle off names of guys
2: that we know
0: and you tell me they're still in I'm like how
2: why you
0: know I'm not saying they're bad soldiers or anything like the ones we know are really good soldiers yeah but um, it's guys that I know that are capable of going on to do oh, other yeah. things outside the army. Oh, I'm, but I'm surprised that they're still there.
2: And I don't know. Yeah, I don't know whether it's because that's they're comfortable or yeah. they're scared that that's that's all they know. Or some of them do love it and they're good dudes. Yeah, like some of the boys that are sergeants now and getting made up to woes and stuff. They're just good career so soldiers. Crazy. I don't know. Think of like
1: yeah, the guys we went through with are like becoming warrant officers. Now. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> well, one of the boys we did an info night the other night at six r and. Um, one of the boys is the heavy Sarge there now, and he was on my heavies course as a dig wow, but that's that's one in one in thirty, yeah, like I did not know anyone, but that's the thing i from when I got out to now, someone could have come in after us, done a full Rozo, and gotten out, yeah, and you wouldn't even know yeah like, well
0: that's it. like i um you know, with my own uh training police we get recruits come through and There's one recently who told me, you know, I was at 6 RAR. I'm like, oh, what years? He's done a full Rosso. Yeah, yeah. But in my head, I didn't leave the Army that long, I'm like, how have I never met you?
1: Yeah,
2: exactly. I'm like, well, it's
0: 2021. I got out in 2013. (laughs) That's easily how I haven't met you. Yeah. Um, But But, yeah, guys, like you said, they they do a whole Rosso, which is four years, for anyone who doesn't know. like When you sign up in the military, primarily if you join the infantry, your contract is four years. So Mm -hmm. you have to do um, four-year service. And after that, then you can make the, the decision to discharge if you want. Mm. Um, it's interesting you said you know guys struggle with getting out because that's all they know with you Shane obviously the first time when you got out mm. um, and you decided to get back in I think did you say that the f- one of the main reasons you got back in is because you, that is what
1: you yeah, know. yeah and yeah and like just like still having my identity so closely tied to uh, to the military and like just feeling that I had no purpose um outside of army mm. and you know like you just get so comfortable like every day working with your mates yeah you just miss that so much
0: yeah, yeah. and
1: uh, a lot of guys it
0: happens to you later I've, ever since i've really known you, you had, don't strike me as someone who's struggled with that too much um mm. that identity or struggling in the army when you left did you have a plan of what you were going to do
2: oh so I'd, I'd already got the ball rolling in joining qps yep um so that was my end goal i'd Kind of got out, um, started working with a higher mob uh, that a friend got me a job as an interim till I could get into QPS. So I had that initial kind of light at the end of the tunnel. I just got to fill this gap, which I did, and then went on to that. But, yeah, a lot of guys, you see it, they they get so off it that they get out and they have no plan, Mm. and they sit around, do nothing, they don't, they're used to being told what to do every day. Yeah, that's sure. right. Like, it's an easy and lifestyle. And it, like, for some people, it is scary getting out, like, because you go from every day, you know what you're doing, you've got a plan to hang on here, like, I don't have to go to work if I don't want to. I can just call in sick yeah. from home. <laughs> <laughs> like, if the first time I called in sick, I was faking it, obviously. I was just like, yeah, I've been up all night with the squirts. So I can't come in. And then I ended up going fishing that night with a mate. And he put it on socials oh, and my boss no, the next no. week was just like, oh, so what happened last week? And I was like, yeah, I wasn't feeling good. And he's like, oh, but you went fishing that night? And I was like, yeah, I had a good day, rested <laughs> up, like, hydrolytes. So I was good to go. What did he say? Uh, no good? No, nah, he was all right with it. But that's why you get sick leave.
0: Yeah, it was quite like,
2: when you're in the army, if you're sick, like, true
0: military fashion, you could be really fucking sick and the army's like, fucking prove it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> come, come in. So, you've got to come in. If you live on base, it's easier, but it's yeah. like, you've got to come in, go see the army doctor, and even the army doctor's like, fucking prove it.
2: <laughs> oh, they triage you. So, you've got to see, like, a nurse. You've got to wait in the waiting room to start with, with all the other sacks. And then, so, <laughs> you've, you've got, got a a like, a, a, bo- a room of just sick people. And then you've got to go you know, see someone and they go, oh, yeah, yeah, i pretty sick. Go back to the waiting room and then we'll get you into a doctor. And then by that happens, well, half your day's gone already. Yeah. So you're like, oh, what's having a good rest in bed? Like, I should have just come to work yeah, and just skived and slept in one of the boys' rooms. <laughs> but, yeah, and now you can just go, oh, yeah, no, I'm sick. I'm not coming in. Yeah. Well, I remember so. thinking that
0: when I got to the civvy world as well. Not that I would ever go sick, obviously. Um, but it was like, wait. I can call someone and just say I'm sick (laughs) and they're going to take my word for it.
2: (laughs) Yeah. There's no follow-up. I'm feeling guilty here, but (laughs) I'm allowed to. This makes no
0: sense. (laughs) Like, surely someone wants me to come in so they can actually see that I'm sick.
2: Yeah. Or do I need a doctor's certificate? No, nah, no, don't no, no, right. Oh, hang on. Oh, okay, yeah.
0: more than two days. Yeah, give us a certificate if you want. If yeah, yeah, yeah. Much
2: <laughs> And then you go to a doctor, and he will just write you one anyway. And you're like, <laughs> Yeah,
0: that's the other thing. I'm like,
2: This I'm, is easy. <laughs> I'll,
0: I'll tell you, I'm sick, and he's like, Cool. How long do you need off? Like, yeah, I don't know. What, what are my options here? What?
2: How long should I have off? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. You're the professional. Mm. I remember getting. Oh, you'll remember this. So, it was after we got back from Afghan, I needed to get some medical stuff done. And one of them was getting my um, wisdom teeth pulled out. And mm-hmm. you and me had tickets for State of Origin that night.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: And I'd never really had any, never feared a dentist or anything, had no issues with them at all. And I remember everyone said, you know, you're um, getting your wisdom teeth out the day that you got these Origin tickets. I'm like, yeah, is that going to be an issue? And everyone said, oh, no, I had my wisdoms out. I was eating steak that night. <laughs> and I'm thinking, okay, so this, this should be okay then. No issues. I go in. Um, I don't know whether it was like a brand new dentist or whatever, but they kept giving me anesthetic and they're trying to pull the first one out and nothing's happening. And like, he kept going off talking to this bloke, coming back in, another needle, had another crack. Then they go out and another guy comes in and he stands behind me in the chair. And I'm thinking, oh, I'm starting to get a little bit sore. And the dentist goes, um, this is when I knew something was up because he goes, hey, Tom, how you going, mate? I'm thinking, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm going all right. <laughs> like You tell me what we're doing. He's like, so I want to... Us- Mate, you're doing really well. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> the alarm bells yeah, alarm bells are ringing, and he's like, um, "So, we're just having a few issues getting that first tooth out." How, how you feeling, mate? Are yeah, are you feeling any pain? I said, "Yeah, I'm starting. I can feel a little bit of like when you touch my gums, I can start to feel." And he's like, "Okay, look. Um, unfortunately, we can't give you any more anaesthetic, um, but we're gonna have to rip this tooth out." Okay, do you think you can hang in there, mate? And I'm like, to me like I'm a kid, you know?" And I'll get a lollipop at the end. But yeah, yeah no worries. So the guy behind me. Put, locks his forearm around my forehead onto the chair, and then they—I don't know what tool they use. They look like pliers. Yeah. Grab the tooth. I can hear the crunching of the tooth. it fucking rips it out. I can feel like the anesthetic's still there, but I can still feel most of it. I'm screaming. Tears coming down my face. they rip, rip it out. Um, and then like, mate, we're not going to do any more today. That, like, that's it. I'm like, cool. Um, they're like, how are you feeling? You're right. I'm like, yeah, not too bad. Like, you know, go home, have, have some Panadols or whatever, and you should be right. So you pick me up to drop me home. It's about 12 o'clock now. Game kicks off at 7. And I remember saying to you, man, I don't feel that bad, eh? Hey? I have a quick nap. Can you pick me up in about three hours and we're good to go? Yeah, no worries. So you leave me at my house. I wake up three hours later and my whole face is swollen. I'm in excruciating pain. Um, so I couldn't go to the game, obviously. But the next day, uh, I woke up. Pain was even worse. Face had swollen up even more. Like My eye was like yeah. shut because it was yeah. cheap. And I'm thinking, I can't go to work today but I've still got to go into work yeah. to prove it. So I drive in, I fucking, like, almost in tears oh, from the pain. Yes, do you remember, yes, do you remember yes. this? <laughs> I drive in and there's nowhere to park, right? The yeah. only park that was left was for the um, QE sergeant. Yeah, So yeah. Q store, they have all our weapons and all our kit, basically. Um, like an admin kind of clerk guy. So I parked in that spot, which was right next to the, uh, <laughs> the doctor. Okay, And I park in that. I go see my boss say, and he looks at me and goes, oh, fuck, dude, what, what's wrong? Are you are right. Do you need an ambulance or anything? I'm like, I've, I've got to go to the doctor so they can sign off. I can't be here. I've got to yeah. go have time off. Yep, no worries. They take me over there. I go to the doctor's. I come back to my car. The <laughs> Kiwi sergeant has parked his car, like well, he's parked me in, and he's getting changed in his car. And he sees me. He's like, you can see that I'm fucked up. Yeah. He's
2: like, this is your fucking car?
0: <laughs> I'm like, yeah, sergeant. I <laughs> like, <laughs> Who died and made you the fucking king of this place? And I, remember I lost it, yeah. and
2: I was like, "Look at
0: my fucking face! You tell me there's nothing wrong with it!" And I start screaming at him, and he like backs up, and he quickly moves his car out of the way, and I get in my car and drive off. But so I'm like, oh really, God. it had to come to that. Yeah. You can you can tell I'm fucked up, but hey, that's that's the army for you.
2: I was lucky; I went under the knife, so they sent me to a private hospital and got all right. four out at once, so I don't remember anything. Yeah, well, in hindsight, I probably shouldn't trust <laughs> the military dentist, but hey, it's free. Yeah. Oh, well, mine yeah, was when I was for. in too. Yeah. The duty wheels dropped me there. Duty wheels picked me up. Yep. Perfect. Yeah. Don't remember anything. I think I was eating mashed potato that night. <laughs> no steak, though? Right? No, nah, no
0: steak. Yeah, no. <laughs> you lied to me. It was you.
2: I'm
1: <laughs> um, going hey, mine
0: out. So, sorry, we got off track. It talking about promises the army makes you Uh so, you're talking about how your QPS application was in. Let's talk about that experience. Yes.
2: Yeah, so... Now, remember,
0: I still work for the QPS, so <laughs> tread lightly. <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs>
2: so, most, most people, well, I don't know who listens, but if you are in the QPS, you will know me from the social media brief for, <laughs> for what not to do when you get in. So, uh, yeah, got into the academy, was going smooth sailing, got along with everyone, hitting, hitting the targets. Um Got towards the end, had my station, we were ready to march out. I oh, I mean, my, you got that far, I didn't know. Yeah, I sit my final exam the next day and they-, they So c- this
1: was all, like you'd gotten through the whole training?
2: Pretty much, I was two, two and a half weeks away from finishing, called me in the office. And I was like, yeah, what's going on here? And then had this print out of this A4 piece of paper and they put it on the table and they said, oh, I'll explain this. And it was a photo I'd taken um, with some friends and I put it in, put it in a group chat and it didn't sit right with some people. For are we,
1: are we are you able to describe? Oh, it? That's,
2: there's a police bell buckle in the, the picture. So you can imagine... T- torso area. Um, <laughs> I appreciate your candour. Yeah, you no, no, so no no. no, So identifying features, so no tattoos, nothing. You couldn't tell it was me, apart from the fact that I owned up to it. And they said, look... you. Can.
0: Well, I'm going to say, look, I haven't seen the photo, but I can imagine if I asked you to take your cap off. Looked up there. No, there. Well, no,
2: it was probably probably as smooth as the walls around here, you know. What I mean? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so they said, "Look, you got two options: you can leave today, come back in a while, or we're going to boot you and you never come back." And I was like, "Yeah, you know what? I'll just leave." Yep. <laughs> so kind of like we're getting back to people leaving the defence force with no plan. I pretty much was out on my own then and there with no job the next day. Having to tell my old girl why I wasn't at the academy anymore. <laughs> so, but yeah, so everyone got along with everyone. How did
0: you, so what was the time between leaving the army and joining the, or starting at the academy?
2: I think it was six months, about six so months. It
0: roughly the same as me. And I've told the story in the podcast many times of the struggles I had with going from military culture into the academy where you're working with – essentially, you're all civilians still at this point. Mm. <laughs> and I struggled with uh, not getting along, but oh being yeah. in a new culture. Did you ever have that?
2: So I, I got some wise words from a old friend's dad who's a detective. I think he still is, which I, I obviously didn't listen to. And he said, it's not a boys' club like you're used to in the RAR. People will stab you in the back to better themselves. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Through the academy, got along – with everyone, made some good mates. We had some RR boys there and, yeah, we just didn't get along with some people and that turned out to be that some germ threw me under the bus to better his career and now he's an OIC out west somewhere. Oof. So. Right. um, Yeah, he was a sack. I know your name. (laughs) Um, So we'll leave leave it at that. But, yeah, so it's not – like it could be so much better than what it is if – Everyone worked well together, I guess. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, so that was that. Kind of finished that little chapter of my life and then went back to the luckily I didn't burn my bridges with my previous employer, so they had me back, which is good. And then a mate came in, he said, Oh, I know how much you hate working for this mob, why don't you come and labour for us as a chippy and then yeah, it went from there. So, so how
0: long, so you went straight into a trade, essentially?
2: Yeah, so was back at this high mob for probably another six months, seven months, and then went in and started my trade as a chippy. Yep. So, and then did that for the next four and a half years. Got qualified as a carpenter. So. Yep.
0: And then, so how long have you done that for?
2: So I finished that at the start of this year. Yep. So that was five years all up yep. as okay. a chippy. So. And I
0: know in that five years, you're like you and me maybe spoke about primarily the last two years of you considering, mm. you know, kept asking, should I go back into the QPS? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kinda, the, t- the time's kind of come up to where well, you could apply again. Yeah.
2: Um, and I had the trade background, so I was like, right, I'll tick that box. Um, I could go back and then I've got something to fall back on. And I think it's the same with people like, oh, I miss the army. I miss the comradeship. Like, that's all I kind of knew. Hmm. Like, I missed the boys' club. And that's – I think that was the only reason why I wanted to go back to the QPS for, like, the adrenaline hit kind of – yeah. But then I'm like, I don't want to work nights. Well, yep, so that, uh, that's an issue. Yeah, I want to play sport on the weekends. Yep, well. Probably not going to do that. Yep. Uh, I really value my marriage. Um, <laughs> yep. I want to see my kids grow up, so probably not going to go yeah. back to QBS. I think that's, that, that's some of the advice I told you. Like, um,
0: and yeah. I don't shy away from it either when people ask me or even when recruits ask me. But when you said, should I have a, have another crack? I think I laid it out here. I'm like, mate, you've got a young family, young yeah. kid. You've, yeah, you've got your sport. You've yep. enjoyed life. What, yeah. What's the point? Because you just got to you have to drop your pay, yeah, while you recruit, especially and shift work. Mm. You're not going to see your family yeah. as much um, so. when you can go and do other things. Which well now is what we want to talk to you about. How did you get into the path of going down mates for mates? Uh well, actually, can you, can you explain for, to us what Mates for Mates is first?
2: So, with a – it's called an ESO. Um, it's an organisation primarily funded by the RSL. So, we work with veterans and their families, anyone kind of impacted by their service. So, as you know, if you've served in the Army, you're impacted one way or the other. Yeah. Yep. So, people come up. You can sign up. It um, doesn't matter if you've done three months at Kapuka or 30 years. It's free. Um, and really we're just, we've got all our clinical psych services and whatnot, but my role predominantly is for social connection. So a lot of guys, um, like we were saying, get out of the army, they have nothing or well, not nothing, but they, they're lacking a social side of it or they're just missing hanging out with like-minded people. Yeah. So we just literally pretty much plan activities. I'm a pretty much glorified event planner. So <laughs> like... Every week I take a group of guys to Mount Cutha to do a bushwalk and have a coffee. That's and pretty good. Yeah. Some of them some of them are retirees and they they may have moved interstate after their service. They don't have that that friendship connection that they had. Um, we've got some young guys that have um, been posted up north who were originally from Brisbane moved back, all their friends have moved on, they just want to reconnect, yeah. um, which is really good. And then um, and their families as well. Mm. So we do school holiday stuff. Um, so, and it's not like the veteran doesn't have to always join. Your partner and kids can, so that if you're deployed, they still have that that network there that they can can get help from. That's, that's, so, we mentioned
0: with Madison before. Like, remember she was saying how there's really nothing for yeah, families. Yeah. You know?
2: And we, we try and kind of incorporate the families in, like we do school holidays activities, and it's, it's with other families that are in the same situation yeah so and it, like it's yeah like i said not everyone not everyone's broken mm. like in in that regards that they're all kind of seeing psych or yeah, med I mean, discharge like we got heaps of guys that just leave on their own free will that just want to have that connection that they might not be able to get in the city street yeah or and not necessarily people that haven't let go they just just like hanging around with other vets like. We so. just
0: miss those kinds of people
2: or yeah. that kind of culture a little bit. Yeah. So we, we literally, most of our activities, we literally just talk smack the whole time. And it not, it's not always about army. Like, yeah, you do get onto those topics, yeah. but a lot of the time it's politics or just feeding mm-hmm. each other. Like, <laughs> And it's good because you've got Army, Navy, Air Force. Yep. So like some of the old dudes will be Navy. Some of the other ones will be Air Force. They'll be paying each other out. And then we'll be like, oh, Army's better. And then they're just like, eh. and it's, <laughs> So it's, Yeah and we're just all about that social side building people up getting them comfortable in their social connection building friendship circles and then kind of not not an end goal but if someone comes to us starts incorporating gets comfortable if they are then able to then leave and do their own thing on their own yeah that's a win for us like yeah cuz yeah a lot of guys when they leave they don't they don't have much so no. if we can then get them into a circle Build them up, get them confident around a social side. They feel better to go and get another job. They feel better to go and meet people, go out in mm. public. Like, so
1: is it pretty much um, just guys coming to you, or do do you have people that are referred to that you reach out to who are struggling a bit as well? Or
2: um, so we majority of the time, it's like they come to us. Yep. Like we'll go and do defence hubs where we go to base with other like soldier on, um, young vets, stuff like that. But predominantly it's people making that first step going, hey, what are you guys about? And we'll bring them up say, look, this is what we do. This is what we offer. Sign up online or come into the centre. We've got a drop-in centre at Milton. So pretty much come in, have a brew, talk smack. Like we've got kitchens, we've got a gym you can use. We've got all these facilities that not a lot of people know about. Mm. Um, there's that stigma that oh, it's one of those veterans' organisations that are just gonna take my money up and leave. Yeah. Or because yeah. people have been burnt in the past. There, where, yeah. There's
1: a bit of a like just for myself like there is a bit of a um uh, an idea out there about like a lot of veteran um organisations like that that don't really do a lot for for, yeah, for yeah. the people that yeah. they're meant to be helping because like, I know for myself like um that's the hardest part is actually like getting out of the house, especially going to meet new people that you don't know. Um, mm. Like even this morning when I left, like I was looking at my, my, my watch and I'm sitting on like 120 with my heart rate, like just the anxiety and shit. Um, and uh, I wish I would have went, but I, d- during my PTSD course, um, they actually went out, I think, to mates and I'm not sure which one. And I wish I would have went because like when the guys came back and were telling me about it, I was like, oh, holy shit, these guys actually do mm. stuff that like i would be interested in participating and yeah and going and, and joining in yeah
2: and we do like i said to the boys before there's a lot more from when we left to now there's a lot more transition stuff so we do we offer like skills for recovery so we do yoga in the session not twice right. a week yeah. and it's not let's see how flexible you can get it's called sleepy yoga so it's a dark room proper yoga teacher and it's like a relaxation technique. Yep. So you literally lay down because a lot of the boys have trouble getting to sleep. So this is pretty much teaching you how to put yourself to sleep. That's good. So it's yeah. like lay down, a couple of little stretches here, but just being about mindfulness, just slow down. Nothing else matters in this point in time. Mm-hmm. Like, And it's stuff like that that we didn't have or didn't know about. Yeah. And we're trying to branch out as much as we can because a lot of dudes don't know about – like what these organisations have to offer. No, they don't. So it's all about, at the moment, it's word of mouth and trying to overcome that stigma of, oh, it's another veteran organisation that's funded and they literally just take money and do nothing. Yeah. And people go, oh, you're funded by the RSL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, yeah, yeah, we are. But we don't see any money from any of the pokies or anything like that. Yeah. Like we, we're actually, our funding's from legit kind of the side of it and we don't piss it up the wall. <laughs> like every, because we're not like we don't charge you to join. Yeah, activities are free, so whatever we kind of get is straight back into them.
0: So when someone makes first makes contact, like what what's this the process or the step? Um, they make contact, mm-hmm. you have a chat with them, and then so like, give what us, dictate what dictates the first thing they'll do or activity.
2: So give us a call or come in or sign up. So fill in the online thing. We'll be in contact with you. Um. And then one of our counsellors will give them a call or do an induction, and it's pretty much just a sit down chat like we have now. And you say, "Look, this is kind of what I'm, what I need, what I'm after. I'm only here for this, here for that." And they're like, "Sweet." They'll then put you, push you in the right direction. So we've got clinical side as well. So we've got psychs with us. We've got exercise physiologists. So if you if you need that, then they'll book into that side of things. Yep. If you're there purely for social connection, you then have access to. Come along to any event you want, just RSVP and you're pretty much you're just a mate then. So yep. we sign you in, give you a free t shirt, and yeah, just come along to any activities. So but yeah, it's literally just taking that first step to just go and have a look on the website. Yeah. And join it up. Costs you nothing. Yep. We don't hassle you. We give you a follow up call maybe a month later. Yep. Just and literally, hey, checking in, how you going? Is there anything that we can offer you? What are you keen on? And usually it's, oh, I've got kids. Like, I didn't know that was coming up. That sounds sweet. Like, so I think we're taking, this weekend they're taking something like 45 people to see life up the sunny coast. Oh, wow. Yeah. So getting kids out. And it's something something for the families. So it's like a big family event. Yeah. Huge That's family. Awesome. Event. Cost them nothing. Yep. Just come along. I think we've got, they're going to the trampolining. I think there's something like 35 people for that. Yep. So... But yeah, it's just about getting people involved.
0: Yeah, and so what's your like role? What's the name of your? So I'm a
2: liaison role? officer. Liaison, and
0: are there other are most liaison officers ex military? Yes.
2: Yeah, so everyone has some form of defence okay. background.
0: That's good. So yeah, you, like because I know you know how to talk yep. to those guys. I wasn't sure if yeah. every one of your um, liaison officers come from that culture. Yeah, because obviously there's a way we all talk. Mm,
2: yeah, and which when they interview you, that's that's kind of why they they screen that. So even like our EPs, um, they've got some form of military background as well. Um, and it's it's not, not necessarily about talk in the shop, but people feel more comfortable. Yeah. Not a clinical kind of clinician just going black and white, black and white. Yeah. We kind of add that jadedness. In, not jadedness, yeah. but the army lingo. and it's,
1: You feel understood. Yeah. Yeah, man, yeah. it's, it's That <laughs> makes such a difference. I know um, the first few psychs that I talked to, I was just getting so frustrated because yeah. you'd be – trying to explain something and you'd have to stop every like minute to explain what you were talking about because yeah. you just didn't understand. I mean they were doing their best to try and understand but it wasn't until later on when you know I got lucky enough to to have um specialists who had um either, either served or worked very very closely with military that it was, I was able to like run through my shit and not have to be stopped and mm. it just it made it yeah. so much easier. Yeah
2: and the best thing about our psychs as well it's non-reporting to defense Oh, okay. so you yeah. can still join us you can still be serving we've got a lot of guys that are still serving that are getting help and as long as you're not a flight risk like if you just need to have a chat with someone or get some psych help you can and we don't report that to defense so mm-hmm. people can come in without the fear of thinking that they're going to get med mm-hmm. discharged yeah. or and that's we need to let people know about that as well because guys can come in get help through the DBA with like referral and as long as it's like, it's all good. Defence will never know about it, yeah. which is good because you can still go back to your job then, which is what a lot of people... That's always they, been the
1: same. If
2: they had got that initial treatment and the the skills to recovery in place, they could have still kept soldiering, but they either don't get the help and it snowballs and then they've they got no other option or, yeah, they just keep it in and it's not healthy. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, we get heaps of... we got guys that are still in, guys that are transitioning to different cores, guys getting med discharged out or... We've got all walks of life. When so. you
0: do the – you said you went to augur the other day, was it? Mm. You do, Was it like an information night or something?
2: So 6RAR, back to the old stomping ground, they're going to Malaysia. Yep. So the CEO put on an info night pretty much for families. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we, we were there with the RSL, um, the Sally Man, all, all the other organisations. He does his spiel about what they're going to do. And then literally afterwards, we go up and we do a three-minute yarn. Um, they've changed it so much. I remember we used to do like death by PowerPoint on The Salvation Army is here for you when you're in need. And it's like, nah. We go up three minutes. Yep. Mates for mates, this is what we offer, up. we're up the back, come see us. Yep. And that's all we would like, all the other organisations did that. So it was over within twenty minutes. Yep. Boys are on the beers, come up, have a yarn with you. Yep, do you wanna sign on? Yep, sweet. Everyone that's there, are they do they have to be there or have they've chosen to come along? Chose to be there. So okay, we had, how did you get Uh, I think we had, from that night, I think it might have been, say, 10 10 individuals ranging from serving and families. Yep. So we had heaps of people with kids come up um, because it was mainly a family night. Yep. Um, So, yeah, guys that kind of, look, I'm going away. The wife's new to Brisbane (laughs) because a lot of the time you post in and you don't know. So, yeah, Yeah. school activities coming up. Misses is like sweet. I've got someone to go to, and then yeah, we've got all that. So we're doing another one soon for him because the other half of Delta's going to Malaysia as well. Oh, okay. So, so you did. You had a fair few guys come up and yeah, to, yeah, more yeah. More. So we do. We do a few of those things. Um, we went to another one on base the other day, um, and it's kind of that was more of just a drop in. Yeah. So one of our teams up at I think Noosa this weekend, depending on where we do it, is targeted to either oh, still serving or
0: ex-serving kind of sure, thing, yeah. so... Um, that's what I was curious to know, like, you know, when we used to get these talks and stuff, there was a, You said it before, a bit of jadedness, like, oh, when we, someone would come up and like, oh, here we go again. Yeah.
2: And they'd flog the dead horse. Yeah. yeah, but
0: now you're finding that your audience, let's say current serving, yeah, is that audience more receptive and
2: want to know more? Yeah. Yeah? Well, the thing is, like, as you know, with young dudes... You, you give them, you give them three minutes, and give them a brief overview. They're going to come and ask questions. Yeah. Whereas you go up there for forty minutes and answer every question that you think they're going to ask. No one they're not going to, they're not going to come back. Like, yeah. Why, why would I sense. bother that? Oh. You go right. Um, we've got school holidays activities. Oh, okay. They come up to you. What do you got what are on? You, yeah, what do you, you got, got on? on? Not. We're going to do this, 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 and this, this, and this, and this, and they're like, oh, my kids aren't going to be at, like, interested in that at all. Yeah. So, the fact that we plant the seed for them to actually come up and ask questions off their own bat means that they actually, there is that spark there that goes, all right, and yeah. they come up and then we just talk shop with them. That's what I was going to say, no,
0: especially with someone like you, like you've got a pretty big personality and you know, you're a good dude to talk to. I think when you're talking to that group and you give them that limited information of we're doing stuff on school holidays, when they come and talk to you, you can personalise how you talk to each person, yeah. engage with them a bit, yeah. mm-hmm. make them feel more comfortable on an individual level, and then yeah. probably like you said, puts a spark in the head like, oh, maybe I do want to do a bit more.
2: Yeah. And that's... Learn a, more about this. I think that's a good thing about having people that are defence-based as well working for us. Yeah. We are that, we're the warm kind of... Like you go, not... Like other organisations are old crusty dudes. Yeah. And it's, I'm a young guy. I want to get engaged with other young guys. Yeah. Oh, you've only got this to offer. Whereas... Like we're trying to get heaps of young guys in now, trying to break that stigma, get everyone in so that we do have all ages mm. so that people feel like, oh, there's actually guys my age that I can talk to, relate to, um, young families that are having kids that they can form relationships with people that have infants the same age. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not just, oh, it's only 80-year-old dudes that are coming here, Vietnam vets that yeah. are at a different stage in life that, you can't relate to, mm. so.
1: So do you, when you went in, <laughs> was it you guys that set up as like a bit of a barbecue or something with with? Um...
2: Oh well, we're at Eden Seal Hotel.
1: Oh okay. So yeah,
2: they had bar tab and everything, and.
1: So that's the, a great way to like suck so, yeah. people into So yeah, if yeah. You go, yeah, boys, righto, we're going to set up in one of the rooms on base. Death and you think Shit. death by fucking yeah double, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah. I'm so not fucking going to this. They yeah.
2: got a they got a half day. They're like, look, um, half day knock, come to Eden Seal tonight. There's a bar tab. Yeah. <laughs>
1: right. He's not going. I heard Same it enough, I and so I'm like,
2: I'm going, like. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, joy, joy organisation, so we're not allowed to be a part of that. But, yeah, we we just – and it's, yeah, just about being comfortable, mm. not rocking up in suits like this is what we've got to offer, this is this, this yeah, is cause this. Yeah, because then you have that – well, it's you not guys, face- us and them. Mm. Yeah, it's not a yeah. faceless organization. Yeah. It's yeah.
1: like, oh, th- if you're the type of person I'm going to be dealing with in this organization, then fuck you, yeah, I want to be a part yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah. oh, I'm X, six hours. Oh, sweet, when we're doing, yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: So, no, that was good. That's where we're, we're all about, kind of getting out in the, the community and doing that. So, so what, like for you, when you're at
0: work, what's a typical day for you? Because I can imagine it's not all events every day. Well, like in no. the office, what are you primarily?
2: Do? So, first ever office job I've really had. Yeah. Well, not office job, but. So first thing, roll in, do a bit of admin stuff, depending on the day. Um, No PT, mate?
0: (laughs) Can you use the gym there? Yeah, I can
2: use the gym. 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 So first half of the week, depending on what we've got planned, is usually like an admin-y kind of role. And then rolling into the end of the week, Thursday mornings, rock up, cruise out to Mount Coother, meet a bunch of guys and girls, do a walk for a couple of hours, have a coffee, come back in the afternoon, do a bit of admin-y stuff. Same with Friday, we do a bike ride, coffee.
0: Oh, that's every Friday? Yeah. Every what, fr- it's just you as the staff or staff and no, Staff end
2: mates. Oh, wow. Okay. So every Friday morning we have pancake brekkie. So <sighs> people roll, well, there's PT, then pancake brekkie. So everyone can come in, it's all free, just roll in, have a feed. Yep. Some guys are still serving, so they come get a feed and go to work, yep. vice versa. And then a heap of them just hang around and we go and do a bike ride up the river for a couple of hours, get coffee and come back. So,
0: Sounds
1: all right. Yeah, I think we're gonna to have to like <laughs> yeah. we might have to go out. Yeah, with I mean, just to film it. You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. We'll make it on the pancake <laughs> brekkie day. <laughs> yeah, Get a yeah. bit of
2: a plug. But yep. like during the day, like I said, it's not a, it's a drop in center for the mates to feel comfortable. So we've got people coming in and out for appointments. We've got a big couched area sitting in the middle. So they come in, we just go and have a sit with them, have a yarn. Yep. Um, we got guys that come in and use the gym, come up, have a yarn to us. Um, we're doing inductions all the time, so walking around, showing people the place. So there's always something going on. Yeah. It's not always just behind a computer. Yep. Um, we're always planning new events. Um, we're going to, like, Keith Payne Unit for the... At and the, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we're always going out doing that. We're always out doing defence hubs. Um, yeah, so... Is there an app or anything
0: for people to care? No, not so it's a,
2: it's a website, so yep. matesformates.org. Got everything on there. So we've got um, a closed Facebook group as well. Okay. Not closed, but you have to join it. Um, and that has everything that we've got coming up on it. Yep. So we've got centres in Darwin, Townsville, Brizzy and Hobart. Mm-hmm. Um, so And we do online stuff. So people that are in Canberra or Perth can still tap into what, some, what we have to offer. Yep.
1: What is the yeah. online stuff?
2: So we do online yoga. So oh, okay. sa- same as what we do. We've got a yep. yoga teacher in like a setting like this. And I think it's yeah, it's Wednesday nights, I think. So she just does yoga for an hour. Yeah. And you just pop your laptop with your Zoom call with your yoga mat out and your That's all right. That's like a great Because like, some people aren't able to get in the center.
0: Well, this is what I'm thinking with him mm. moving yeah. away. I'm really worried about yeah. him moving away.
2: Yeah. So um, you can tap into that. They do an online coffee group. So I think it's every Tuesday morning for an hour. Yeah. You literally get a brew, sit in front of your laptop <laughs> and talk to 20 people and it's just like a big hens, not hens nest. <laughs> and they just, yeah, it's good to go. We do school holidays <laughs> activities for kids online. Yep. So the kids will register and what we'll do is it might be like Steve was doing rock art. So like with pebbles and stuff. I don't know oh, how okay. it works. So he had 20 bags of rocks that he posts out to all the kids so that they – Log into the Zoom call with this art teacher, yeah. and they just follow along online doing this art class. It's awesome! Man, yeah. That, that's, yeah, so. That's See, how. And it, this
0: is what you were saying before. So many people don't know what you guys do. Yeah, yeah. I had no idea that that's kind of yeah. where this is heading.
2: Yeah. So we're trying to, and we we've got such a big veteran community. Yeah. And we can't reach them all. Like we're trying to get as many people incorporated as we can. Like yeah, it'd be awesome if we could have someone in every state, but we can't.
1: Yeah.
2: Mm. Um. Hopefully, eventually down the track, that'll be the case. Like we're expanding to Ipswich now because Ipswich has the highest density of veterans, oh, in really? South Queensland. Yeah, because you've oh. got Amberley, um, oh, which reaches yeah. out to, to Toowoomba, which reaches too. out to Oakey. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, so we're we're starting that because we're just trying to fill the needs that people have. So I'm starting Gold Coast. Oh, okay. So I'll be going down there once twice a week. Doing activities, and we've just started Sunny Coast. But then you go the areas, so Sunny Coast could be anywhere from Bribie to to Gimpy. So Gee huge area for one person. How many are you staffing wise? Are you keeping up? We are, yeah. Um, but how Hammond, many? Like how many is too many, or how many is not yeah, enough. enough? Like, yeah, we could have we could have forty yellows, and probably still not have enough mm. in some regards. Like we're running activities every week, but, yeah, the more the the more the better. It's just it all comes down to funding and office space, I guess. Yeah. So, like, if you could – like, we could have a, a veterans chapter down at Gold Coast. You could have 10 dudes working down there and probably still need more. Who knows? Yeah. Um, but it's also good that we're working – we're trying to work with, like, young veterans, um, wounded warriors and stuff like that, yeah. trying to work together to – build up this veteran community.
1: Because it could, it could be wrong, but my impression has been for a long time that each of these organisations are very isolated and they're all trying mm. to get their own slice of the pie in terms of what they want to do and whatnot. But it seems to me that like we're all trying to achieve, like you guys are all trying to achieve mm. a similar goal, like networking between you guys and, and pooling resources oh, yeah. would be like the best way to go.
2: And that's the thing, like we want to, going down to the Gold Coast, we have to be mindful that we're not stepping on toes. Like... I don't want to go down there and have a coffee catch-up every fortnight and the diggers down there have a coffee catch-up on the same day with the, the RSL yep. and I'm going down there and I'm like, hey, I'm down here at this time oh, I've got something else mm. and making them choose. like We don't want that. Yeah, so We want to keep everyone kind of – because people get into routines and people are, don't want to break routines. Yeah. So if we can go down there and say, look, this is what we offer, we're going to do on this day, they go, sweet, I don't have anything on that day and it fills their week up and it's, it's a different circle of people still achieving the same goal, mm. I guess. And, yeah, we're trying to work as much as we can with everyone else and kind of liaise with the RSL because they're really good with it. Um, and just all the different organisations, like you said, they're, they're either isolated or people go, oh, I'm with I'm Soldier On. Yeah. Oh, I don't know much about mates and mates, but I know I'm Soldier is On, it, so I'm just going to This stay is what Sean Barry yeah. spoke to us about
0: ages ago. With, when you get – and I think um, – Michael Handley from Red Six app mm. spoke about it too that once you start trying to do something in the veteran space, everyone becomes so protective yeah. of their group. Oh yeah, he said. Shame. Like, mm. We're all trying to achieve the same yeah. goal. Like share resources. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: You know, like but, yeah. I mean, like you're saying, if, there, if there's already groups like Soldier On, someone's got a big following in in the Gold Coast. You'd be like, oh sweet. We could, If you live in the Gold Coast, man, what I'll do is I'll direct you to Soldier On. And, yeah. You know.
2: And that's the same. Like we're we're all about giving praise to other organisations. And, like, oh, we don't actually offer that, but they do. Yeah. yeah. So, like, we, in this current time, we're not doing anything with equine therapy, but other agencies are. So, we is that,
0: might oh, is that, work with the horses. horses. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: really good. Um, Old wooden ship. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Rusty. So, we, like, someone might ring up and say, hey, look, um, really keen to get into this. Oh. Sorry, we don't actually offer that, but these guys do. Yeah. Or push them in the right direction for that in the hope that if they go to someone else that they don't offer, then they will push them to us. And that's where we need to form those links to, to build everyone up. So not just, we don't offer it, no one else does and try and keep your members as your members. Yeah. Which is, would be pointless because you're not helping the individual. Exactly. Well, oh, like, oh, we don't have horses, but I can send you a picture of a horse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, keep you with us. Go to that, big, that
0: suffice sir. There's a <laughs>
2: blow-up horse at Woolies. Like, <laughs> go and get it and ride it yourself. Like, And it's, yeah, people people get protective. And I understand that, but that's, I don't know, that's not the purpose behind but, it. Yeah. And I don't know whether they, people are different, but we're all about helping and bettering people our end goal is to you creating your own support network and not needing us yeah like some people always need that social connection or they will always people always need treatment it's just the nature of the beast but if we can get guys that come in that use us for what we're offering i guess not use us but take part and then can then stand on your own Mm. and freely do life that's the we That's what we want. Yeah. 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 So.
0: And I guess at the same time, even if they can't go off and stand on their own, want to you know go, oh, thank you, you know, I think I'm good now. They still stay connected with you guys, mm-hmm. but are still in a good place. That's oh a, yeah, can win still exactly. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And that's the main thing. We want people to get to that headspace. The the, there, because the main thing is if you're in the right headspace, it allows you to do your other recoveries. Like. Yeah. yeah. Oh, if someone, if someone doesn't feel comfortable leaving the house and they've got musculoskeletal injuries or other injuries, they need treatment, but they're not keen to leave the house, they're never going to get mm. the treatment for the physical side of it. So if we can build up their mental side of it and the physical at the same time, then that's a win. Yeah. So, And a lot of people come in, might have a psych appointment, but they'll come in and do like the Mount Cutha first, and then they, they stay for their appointment or something like that. So, Have you had many guys, I know you've only been there a short amount of time, but guys that you've
0: seen regularly a few times at activities and from day one to where they are now, there's been an improvement with themselves? Oh, yeah. Yeah?
2: And that's even like I only started doing the Mancouta walks probably five weeks ago. Yeah. From the start, kind of, the harder the walk, the more they, like fitness-wise, mm. their fitness has just come leaps and bounds. Yeah. Like, it used to be kind of they. Everyone gets in their bubble and their click groups, and we're walking, and you might have three different groups of the same people. Whereas now it's like you come to a hill, and they just charge on, like, yeah, and they're even just yeah the the bonds that I've built over that even the last month of dudes that used to either complain or not complain, but oh another hill. <laughs> now they're just like powering on They get to the top, and they're just like good to go. And I'm like, gee whiz, like you're smashing it, like, yeah. And that's, and we saw it the other week. Almost killed a bunch of old dudes. <laughs> um, I didn't, I went for this one. This is wa- something they can expect. <laughs> yeah. No, I went for, we, so we've got this app where you can, like at Mount that the, all these trails. Yeah. And Mount Cutha has their own map. And I was like, oh, I've got an app called All Trails that has maps on it as well. I was like, okay, I'll go A to B to C to D. And when we got there, I used the app. I didn't use the Cutha one. And the track that was on there wasn't actually on the ground. Like, I don't know what it was. So I've got a bunch of dudes behind me that I've only known for three weeks. That are like, this guy knows what he's doing. I'm like, there's no trail here. So we up went up this like wallaby scrub track for like 200 meters, and all these like vets are like, what is this dude doing? <laughs> Found this other track, and I was like, see, I knew it was there all along. And they're like, oh yeah, yeah, went along, and then we literally got to like stand eleven. Do you remember that? <laughs> and this track was like, this track is straight up, and they're just like what are you doing to us? And I was just like, oh, yeah, like it's not that far. And, like, we were walking up and, like, people have walked, had to walk side to side to get up it. There's, like, little footprints in the hill to get up it. And I've got dudes that have got, like, at that stage in life where they use walking poles, like walking sticks for trekking. And I'm just like, sorry. (laughs) And they're getting, like, 20 metres, having to stop for two minutes, 20 metres, having to stop. And I'm I like just, your uh, commitment
0: that you made the decision oh, yeah. and you said, and I'm th- finishing this
2: through. Yeah. And then afterwards I'm like, see guys, how good was that? Like the last couple of weeks have been a lead up for that. And they're just like, all <laughs> <laughs> part of our grand plan. Yeah. yeah it's a team building <laughs> You're exercise. A mate mates. You can do a selection course <laughs> yeah. to get in. But after that, like just seeing how they bonded together, like yeah. just to help each other. And it like, they, they rings were hanging out. <laughs> like, they come for a nice social walk and I've just punished them. But to get up there, like, they all work together and that's all, what we're all about. Like, yeah. And we had new guys, we had older guys. So in a way, you accidentally, you know, <laughs> oh, yeah, some life lessons. Yeah, smashed them and got them working all together. And now we're doing stuff that they weren't comfortable doing a month ago, but now that I've broken that barrier that, oh, yeah, I can do that, like, there's a frigging hard track. Yeah. Like, on Thursday, we did this other one and they're like, oh, that wasn't as bad as the other week. So, yeah, because I made him do the worst track in Mount <laughs> <Cooter>. <laughs> So, but no, that's, like, that's what we... And we're trying to get more and more people along, trying to get younger guys out. And the hard thing is a lot of the activities we're running during the week. Yeah. And for guys like us, we got out and we got other professions. Yeah. And that's the hard thing that they can't tap into what we have to offer all the time because it is during the week. So... Do you like, work
0: weekends? Do
2: you do... We, we do some weekend activities. Yeah. But the hard thing is... People can make at weekends, but then that's our weekend. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. that work-life balance. We do a Monday night barbecue. Okay. So every Monday night. Where's that at? At Milton. So at? At, at the centre, here. yeah, drop in. Yeah, man, we're
0: going to have to go out there. Yeah, dude. you got
2: to sign there. up and be a mate, but. Yeah, I can do that. Yeah. It's free. It takes you five minutes to sign up. Yeah, I'll do, that. Well, we'll you do it. You get a free this. t-shirt too. Oh, beautiful. Sold. So um, it, But yeah, so we just have a barbecue, cup of cokes, have a yarn, yep. and we always get like the best tucker. Um, and we run some nights, we do a community cooking class. Oh, wow. So the other week they did pizzas. So they literally made the pizza from the dough, like, and made it. We've got a Mexican night coming up. So they'll do that. So some after hours stuff is good. Yeah. Um, we're doing a trivia night. I'm going to run that. Oh, that's so When's that? Uh, yes. I think it's going to be August sometime. Yep. Um, so it's on the same Let's night as that. and the best thing is it's the same night as the community cooking class. So they actually cook a feed and we oh. leech off them. <laughs> so, so we'll have our trivia night and in our intermission we'll get their feed and do that. So we're trying to do as much as we can kinda of after hours. But it is hard when people have families as well that Yeah. So and we're trying to do like a Gold Coast I'm trying to do stuff on the weekends down there as much as I can for the vets down that way. And the same with the sunny coast. Yep. So yeah,
1: mate, that's awesome. Mm. Like, that's, like I, th- I'm, I'm sure people are going to think that like, we set this up, but that's the f- like listening to your spiel about what you guys actually do. This is the first time like listening because I've mm. listened to a bunch of these different presentation from other organisations, but the first time like holy fuck, I actually want to get in and and be a part of this. Yeah,
2: like, and that's when I when we were in, like we didn't know any of that. Like, was it
0: when we were in? Was there anything like this?
2: Well, I don't know. There was like there was I'd always kinda it. I guess soldier on and young veterans, I think. Was that but, around then? Well, I don't know, we never had anyone come out to us. Yeah. Or if we did, we had that death by PowerPoint, we paid it off. Yeah. yeah. So we probably had bulk <laughs> spiels about it. We just didn't pay any attention well, back to then, it. So I- it obviously it wasn't was engaging with us. was a
1: day of death by PowerPoint. Yes. And yeah, yeah. An hour into it, you're like, fuck me. I, I just want to go. And like You don't take anything in. Or
2: No. We're going to the Blamey Centre. Oh, here, yeah. There's the first tick in the box for yeah. that one. <laughs> and then you've got old crusty dudes that are just like, this is what you have on offer. And <laughs> oh, when's Oh, We've got a dub break yet. And then, yeah, well, we could have had it. We just didn't take it on. Yeah. And now it's kind of, we want to try and get out there as much as we can to get people coming and in. It's and it's like, I know we get a lot of, there's young
0: vets that watch, listen to our podcast. Like you're watching now, listening, take it in. Like start thinking about, you know. Oh, yeah. Start thinking about the future because you're not going to be in the army forever, no. but, you know. Well, if you are, that's gross. You, are, yeah, <laughs> you shouldn't be. <laughs> but yeah, like look after your welfare. and it, it can start now, even if you're not feeling anything. Like why not hook into mates well, for mates and do something? Well, you these touched things. on it
1: earlier is – And it's exactly what's happened to me is, like, I've just pushed through for so long that I've just gotten to the point where I'm not completely fucking broken, but, like, I'm at a point where I just don't want to fucking do Mm. anything and, um, like, mentally and and all that shit. And if I would have, you know, if this would have kind of maybe existed in the way that you've described it earlier on and you start engaging with it early Mm. on, that's what will make all the difference. Because if you keep fucking bottling everything Mm. up, then... You're just going to get to a point where you, you can't do your fucking well, job like anymore. like as I'm hearing you
0: talk about what you guys are doing, I'm thinking of Shane. Yeah. This is the stuff that would be yeah. a perfect, perfect example. You. Yeah. And the thing
1: that was sucking me in the most is these walks. Like, yeah. I've got to do a fair bit of physio, like first. But once I'm back, like fuck, man, I would be so keen to mm. like. To, uh, that's like one of my favorite things to do is doing fucking hikes. Like, yeah, that and you've got a young family, dude. The yeah. family stuff to do. Yeah. Like, where, where are Understand. you going up the coast? Does that already happen?
2: Yeah, so that's this weekend, but. Yeah. Like, but people can join for the next lot. Like, we're we're always two months in advance. So our next set of school holiday stuff for September will be coming out soon. Yeah. Well, if we took so, our families along with
0: that, that's perfect. Yeah. Mate, but know? the
2: thing is, it's like even if you don't join for yourself, join for your family. Let mm. them like they they can still join off their own back without like you knowing. Like yeah. They're they're a defence family. So and they're like just having you in. They're obviously impacted by service because yeah, yeah. they have follow you around. That's an yeah. impact. So, and even like. Some of the stuff we do, um, wellness courses. So like a one-day wellness where they go kayaking or sailing. So you, they'll go with a counsellor. They'll kind of teach you a couple of mindfulness things. Then you get out and do the activity and put it into place. And then they do a three-day wellness intensive. So a lot of skills for recovery. Um, they do yoga. They do kind of kind of like little seminars. Yep. But it's within a closed group. And it's just about building people up, build, giving them the tools to – to kind of combat what they've got going on, or what they could have gone like could, um, eventually face. So, yeah. it's all about yeah, just putting a foot in the door and getting the ball rolling. Like, yeah, and it's we're not gonna we're not gonna pester you. We're not gonna like oh hey, can you donate or can you volunteer for this? Mm. Literally, you sign up, you get a free T-shirt, and if we don't hear from you, like we're not gonna call you. Yeah, like it's it's all purely off you. Like I think it's it's how much you want to do or how little. Yeah, you Yeah, I think. Do. As of yesterday, we are looking at kind of how many active members we've got to kind of how many total members we got. I think we've got like something like 5,200 members Australia-wide. Yeah. And then it was like, say, 500 active members. Yep. So, which is someone engaging in a Thursday walk or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. So, we've got over 4,000 people that are mates that can still have access to everything, but just are either dormant or they're just, they're happy where they are. Like, yeah. So, but the main thing is that, it, like, it doesn't cost you anything. Yeah. And a lot of people are out there like, oh, I need to buy the app. Or we've got this sweet veteran program, but it's $30 to become a member. Mm. And you're like, hang hey, on no, 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 no. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, not, I
0: think we should definitely go yeah. out there and do something, get on board. Absolutely. Um, so, where, where can everyone find the information? What's the easiest point of contact?
2: Uh, just jump online, matesformates.org yep I'll um,
0: throw the links up hopefully I'll remember remind me I'm going to remind
2: you cause we <laughs> yeah, can, or, sorry we keep forgetting to throw the links up whenever we mention yeah. something Shame or you jealous. can just give us a call in the centre yep and usually Personally asked for late. <laughs> shit. I heard this dude on a podcast um, yeah usually it'll go to our reception or if not it filters down to us on the floor so you're yep. talking to a, a vet straight away yeah and it's Easy. like or send an email and we'll call you like mm. well I get it all the time we give give follow-up calls like hey this is where I am. I'm interested in what services you got. I'm going to just give them a call. Yep. And literally, the scope of what we can do for activities, as long as it's not going to hurt you, we can do whatever we want. Yeah. Like we're doing beekeeping. We're doing worm farming. Like um, they got a bonsai tree workshop coming up. <laughs> like yeah, like wow. literally just some of the, the most random well, I'm stuff. Not my background, mate. Yeah. So oh, me. the ones I... <laughs> Um, we need an instructor for it, so <laughs> but yeah, like they're doing classic classics by candlelight. So a, we're going into the yoga space that we have, heaps of candles, and you just chill out and listen to classical music for a couple of hours. Holy like, hell. Just chilling out and it's it's not for everyone. And yeah. it's the same with trivia. But that's why you not have so everyone. many different activities. Yeah. Yeah. Something's
0: gonna be for you. Do you guys do like um
2: We do resin art, we do leather working, we do Yeah. Like we, hell. we engage with men's sheds. Yep. Oh, so, yeah, which yeah. is cool because we, we're helping them, they're helping us. Yep. So, it's a mutual connection there and we just send guys along to that kind of stuff. We went to... Do you
0: guys do it like overnight stays or camps or anything yet?
2: Yeah. So, we do... They did the Brisbane Valley Rail Trail this year. We're looking at doing a weekend hike. So, an overnight hike. Um, we do, do a couple of other things. Usually, it's maybe a couple of year, just because it's so... Um, the planning involved in it. And you need the staff. Yeah. So usually it's say three or four staff involved. So um, but we're going to um, the air show. So oh, we're doing yeah. stuff yeah. like that. Um, yeah, we're doing we're putting in a team for Bridge to Brisbane as well. So if anyone wants to sign up and Mates for Mates is actually one of the um, main beneficiaries now of oh, Bridge oh, to Brisbane, great. which is cool. So yeah. sign up and just join our team. So yeah. and come Mate, along and run perfect. with us. Mm. So which would be pretty cool. We will, so, um,
0: yeah, we're going to put up all the links and everything. Yeah. Um,
2: just to wrap up, mate.
0: Now you've been doing this job. Mm. You personally, do you feel? Do uh, you feel different within yourself now? You've actually kind of come full circle, left the army, but now you're in a role where you're helping people. Like, I know you struggle with. Should I join the cops, What should I do?
2: Yeah, like, going from infantry to then tradie yep. to now into this environment where there's women, children different walks of life it's like i've had to (laughs) tone back and it's been hard like just the diverse environment where i can't just drop the f-bomb all the time yeah like you can in some (laughs) environments but you just have to be so mindful and but now it's i've got a different mindset that it's not oh everyone's a sack they're just out to (laughs) leech off the system like what we were kind of like like yeah well yeah we're guilty of
0: thinking that all the time yeah
2: hallway dick jones yeah sweet (laughs) like it's like people actually have issues and majority like like we were saying before they join us so they're not made to be there so everyone that we deal with has realized that they have something that they need help with and that's, that's, yeah, it's not just people coming in to leech off us. Yeah. Like we saw in the army where people would just go for a paycheck. And
0: yeah. 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 What are you guys are doing now? That sounds so mm. good. It's free. It's all activity based and everything. Yeah. Um, Leighton, thanks for joining us, mate. Thanks for so having me. Uh, guys, mates for mates, uh, look it up online. I'm assuming you guys are on Facebook, Instagram, everything like that. We'll throw
1: the links out. I definitely will. Like, Shane promises to throw the
0: links Yeah. Um, and it's good to be back. Foreign back-to-back episodes. Oh. So thank you, Shane, for turning
2: up. As well. <laughs> yeah. I really appreciate I it. I ran
0: out of excuses. <laughs> and, uh, thank you to Susan Brewing White Studio uh, for having us. Our new studios for now. Um, that wraps it up for episode twenty-one. So until next time, male adjusted monkeys, we're out. <coughs>